Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about the six best exercises seniors should be doing. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really excited you're here today. we got a great topic to talk about today. We're going to be talking about the six best exercises that seniors should be doing. Man, that's a tongue twister. It is. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, before we jump into that, we want to just remind you to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our curated content there, curated content there, including these our exercises videos, our workouts, are these podcasts, uh, our motivational series with Meredith. We also have a chance for you to check out our custom seven-day workout plan, which is an exercise plan designed by Meredith for you, specifically you, based around your goals, your health and fitness needs, whatever you're looking to achieve. We got a plan for you. So don't forget to check that out, as well as an opportunity to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out all of our latest, greatest content every week uh keeps you updated keeps us updated with you and it's just a great way to stay in touch as well um and also we also are are putting work into updating our equipment page where we list all of our recommended equipment that we use in our videos uh that we think is best for you don't forget to check that out just go to our website and hit the equipment link and you can check it out there um so yeah with all that being said we're jumping into our topic today and this is a juicy one uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. We're talking Woo-hoo. about the six best exercises seniors should be doing. Yes. Now, before before you actually dive into that, <laughs> Meredith, um, you know, based on your experience and you've worked with a lot of people over the years, all ages, um, do they feel the people that you worked with? Do they get? Do they feel like they do the same exercises because they feel that that's what's best for them? You know, people kind of get stuck doing, mm, oh, I'm going to do certain things because right. I feel that this is what's best for me. Yeah. Have you run into that before? Yeah. Oh, of course. They do certain movements or different, um, certain types of workouts because they think that that's what has benefited them the best. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, when it comes to younger people, usually it's they like this particular workout because they feel like it um, makes them feel stronger or look stronger or lose weight or something like that. Um, older people they actually realize that the workouts that they're doing they like to see benefits better balance um, lose weight loss as well aiding in weight loss um, and getting more getting feeling stronger more endurance things like that mm-hmm. yeah um, do you think that people keep doing these exercises and never venture out into other things because they don't feel they feel that what they're doing is best for them. Right, exactly. I think we kind of, in our own heads, right, we get stuck in a way because we say, well, that's, I can do this. Um, I feel good when I do this. If anything, I'll up it by doing it a little bit longer, or lifting heavier weight, or even adding weights to it, um, things like that. But yeah, I think we can get stuck in certain workouts uh, types because we... Um, we, we start to feel comfortable doing them. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as we're progressing with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are doing it for a long length of time and you're lifting the same exact weight, um, it's not challenging your body anymore. If you're doing it for the same length of time at the same intensity, it's not challenging your endurance and cardiovascular um, abilities. So 
as long as it's being upped in some way, or you go through, you know, like an up and down with everything, that's mm-hmm. fine as well. So you go down for a week and then you go back up, and that's um, a good way to to train. But as long as people are are pushing themselves, it's mm-hmm. it's easy to not do that <laughs> because we get comfortable with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do the same thing over and over again, the same number, same weight, all of that, and then we wonder why we're not progressing in ways that we want to right right because our body gets used to it mm-hmm. <laughs> and it becomes the normal <laughs> is there um or i should say are there exercises in your opinion that are more geared towards long-term uh, longevity as opposed to immediate uh, yes. results oh you definitely know, like, i'm gonna take this dumbbell and i'm gonna do curls every day for an hour because i want to see immediate <laughs> results within a week right or you know are there exercises that are probably better for you for more long-term right oh definitely i'd say like the workouts that we have our posture and balance and core type workouts Mm -hmm. stretch um those are for long-term benefits those are things that you can do every single day um but will help you long term will help you with your balance will help you um, with mobility will help you with um stretching the body out and feeling more limber and flexible as you age things like that Mm -hmm. um core strength of course everyone knows that that's really big for me because that's kind of our foundation is our core it helps with our balance it helps us uh, with our posture all of it Mm -hmm. so um it helps us staying upright whether we have to stay in a chair in a wheelchair or we are still able to walk it helps us stay nice and tall so Mm -hmm. Doing those types of things, um, of course, are good short term, but mainly long term. So, yeah, there's definitely workouts out there, and we have a lot of them mm-hmm. um, that I I think are I like to base them or make them, I guess. Uh, so they are a, a thing that you can either do every day, every other day, and will help you as you age. Right. Basically. Right. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that as a fitness culture that we're hmm. maybe too focused on exercises that give you immediate Oh, results we yes. all want, we all want to see immediate results yes <laughs> and that's i mean that's in and of itself like the way the world is now we want it now <laughs> yeah. um we order something we want it that day we start doing a diet or a particular workout we want to see results that night right. um yeah, that's just how we are now and unfortunately because that's not how fitness works um, no matter what the the tagline is for a product or a fad diet or a pill or a drink, that's not how it works for longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, we can all lose 10 pounds in a week by not hardly eating anything, of course, but is that good for us? Um, we can all do these, cr- no, nah, we can't all, we shouldn't, um, do these crazy exercises that burn 3,000 calories, you know, by doing an hour worth of just running up and down hills and, you know, really putting our bodies to the test. But is that long-term what we should be doing to Mm -hmm. ourselves? No. (laughs) Right. Yes, you'll see instant results, um, but it's not good for us. So, um, you know, not just because our body, it's its taxing and wearing on our body, but injuries and all of that stuff. So anyway, yeah, I think obviously the industry is geared towards giving everybody what they want now mm-hmm. and making them feel like they can get it now. But yeah. that's not that's not reality. And there's many, many people out there that have done the 
I want it now, gotten the now, and then went, oh, no, and have come out and said that was probably the worst thing I ever did to myself. So, right, um, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a push and pull because that's the way the industry promotes a lot of things. Uh, but health and fitness doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing is now. It takes time and, and, and work. Exactly. Right? I mean, yeah. So. Unless you're some celebrity and you have to do it. You know, for yeah. a, a movie thing or a particular picture because you're a model or an actor or something like that. That's mm-hmm. still not good and safe, but that's the only reasoning I can see why people should do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so let's 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 give them the goods here. Yep. What uh, the six <laughs> best exercises seniors mm-hmm. should be doing? Um, and and really quickly before we start, why should they do these exercises? <laughs> Because they'll help overall with just the things that I said at the beginning. They help with your balance, which first and foremost, as you age, um, we need to continually work our balance because falls are more prevalent as we age because we just lose where we're at in space. We lose a lot of our strength and endurance. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Because of falls, because of mobility, keeping us moving and keeping us strong and healthy. Mm Mm-hmm. All important factors. All as we important get older. as we get older. So, what are we looking at here? What's uh, what are mm-hmm. what are our secret exercises? So, the first one is our stand to sit. So, of course, now this one I'm gonna probably get some kickback on with some people that say, "But I can't. I'm wheelchair bound." Mm-hmm. Well, if you've done any of the workouts, especially the posture balance and stretch, we do the stand to sit while we transition to standing. So, we're focusing on gaining um, our strength in our legs and our core when we do these movements, Mm -hmm. you can still do that without standing up. And I transition by showing people just lean forward, pressing, pressing down into their feet, and then feeling the quadricep and the abdominals engage because it wants to lift you up. So um, even if you have to stay seated, you can still get that same feeling and movement um, in the lower body. So it feels as if you're standing. And if Mm -hmm. you have the ability to still stand, um, it teaches you how to stand correctly. So again, we constantly, I constantly talk about falls, uh, fall trip hazards, things like that. Getting up out of a chair um, becomes harder and harder as we age, especially with bad knees, bad hips. We lose our strength in the entire body, but we lose our strength in our legs and our core very quickly. So we all want to be able to get up out of a chair and not feel like we're going to get stuck in a chair if it doesn't have arms on it or we don't have something to hold on to or someone to help us. Mm -hmm. So this is an exercise that, again, if you still have the ability, is perfect to to work on doing every single day. So, so the stand to sit, and we're not talking squats here. We're talking standing no, to sitting. No, standing yeah. up out of a chair, sitting back yeah. correctly and slowly back into the chair, not plopping right. back into the chair, as yeah. I say. <laughs> yeah, because you know we get a lot of feedback of people who say, "Oh, I don't like squats. I don't want exactly. squats," which is understandable. Very. No one likes doing squats. Right? Exactly. <laughs> but, but this is this is much different. Obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So stand to sit, yes, Um, I just think is a wonderful uh, thing that if you have the ability to still do is a great one to work on. Mm Because I've worked with many, many people who um, cannot get up out of a chair Um, and they won't go out. It like 
prohibits them from going to certain places because I can remember a gentleman, he had a walker, um, which is good, but he wouldn't sit in a chair if it didn't have arms because he was nervous he wouldn't be able to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad. So then he wouldn't go to certain places. He knew there were certain places that he couldn't go to um, because he couldn't sit in those chairs to eat dinner or to just relax and hang out with friends and yeah. things like that. Couldn't go to the coffee shop if it didn't have, you know, so it, just little things. Yeah. We don't want our lives to be inhibited because we can't get up out of a chair. Um And couches, you know, if you have a cushy couch, they're very difficult to get out of. So the stand-to-sit is teaching you to scooch up towards the front of the chair, planting those feet, having that equal pressure, Mm -hmm. nose over toes as chest goes forward, and really not momentum and not throwing the body weight forward. That's what we don't want to do. That's what causes falls, Mm -hmm. using our muscular strength to stand up. Um, okay, yeah, that, that's I definitely see why that would be the number one. Uh, what's number two? Um, number two on the list, not necessarily what, um, you know, my number one through six, but right. number two order, on right. my list, yeah, I put heel raises. Um, again, standing or seated, you can do these. Um, standing, of course, you're going to use more body weight, and so you're going to gain a little more strength in the calf muscle, lower part of the leg, but focusing on the mobility in your ankles and gaining strength in the ankles and feet. Mm. Very, very important. Um, A lot of times, again, as we get older, if we're more sedentary, uh, we lose the ability to move our ankle joints. Um, Sounds silly, but if you see a lot of older people and they're kind of scooching their feet along the ground as they walk, it's because they've lost the ability to lift their toes up um, and to get that, that flexion in their ankle joint. So um, doing this will help, of course, gain the strength in the lower body, like I said, the calf muscles, but in the ankle joints, in the feet as well. So you continue uh, to be able to move your foot properly as you age mm-hmm. and walk. <laughs> I, yeah, I, don't, I think that's something that we overlook a yes, lot. Yes, we do. Strengthening ankles and feet. Um, we just don't really focus on that, I think, enough as a whole. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. We always think about big muscles, right? Right. We don't think about like our wrists and our forearms and our fingers and grip strength. We don't think about our toes, wiggling our toes around and moving our ankles and um, the strength that is needed in these small parts of our bodies, right? That uh, we use every single day that we want to continue to be able to use every single day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, we need to focus on them a little bit mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got heel raises. Heel and what, raises. Uh, what's the next? What's number three? Uh, knee raises. All right. Again, standing or seated. Um, but doing those knee raises is a great alternative to our squats. <laughs> so it gets the um, quadricep muscles in the legs working. It helps with your balance if you are standing, doing alternating knee raises, um, holding on to something, of course, with light pressure, but um, helps with your balance. So your core has to engage, um, especially lower abdominals are used a lot. And it gets the hip flexor, that range of motion in the hip flexor. So think about when we walk, if we're, again, still able to walk, um, doing a knee raise is our basic movement when we're walking. And another reason why we have the shuffle of the feet is when some older people walk, it's because of ankle mobility, but it's also because of tight um, hip flexors a lot of the time. And they don't have the strength um, and flexibility in that part of the body. So doing knee raises is a great way to continue to strengthen that area but get that range of motion get that movement even if your foot at the beginning only comes a fraction of an inch off of the ground over time as you gain strength you'll get more mobility um, and you'll be able to lift the knee higher and it will help tremendously overall in your range of motion as you walk and mobility Mm mm-hmm Yes. Yeah. <laughs> again, you know, knee raises in general, again, is I think is something that we overlook. Yes. When we think about knee exercises, we always think about, you know, doing the squats, doing the leg raises. Yes. Things like that are more traditional. But right. the reason of your reasonings, I mean, I think that your you know, knee raises don't get enough attention. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got three exercises down. What is our fourth? <laughs> Side steps. <laughs> All right. So working our lateral movements, a lot of times we forget to go side to side. Um, and our brain stops working in that way. We know front and we sometimes know back, but we know how to move forward. But side to side is a movement that we still need to do. And there's so many older people that I've worked with who have fallen because they tried to move to the side. They weren't used to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you use different muscles in the body when you go side to side. Your core has to adjust and pull you back to center in different ways. So doing side steps is um, a great thing to do daily. Again, getting that brain to learn how the feet are working, um, no matter what age. But of course, we're talking about older people doing these, seniors. Um, but getting the brain to, to listen to the feet, the proprioceptors that are in our feet that are telling us now we're going in this direction, tells our brain, okay, tells our core to engage, tells uh, the outside of our knee joints to keep a slight bend in the knee, tells the quadriceps to engage different, the outer part of our ankles and feet, things like that, um, are all being used differently, our hips, etc. So, um, so sidesteps, yes, because we don't do that movement, but say you want to go to a movie or a play and you need to get into that seat. Usually you have to kind of side shuffle to get to your seat if you're seated in the middle of the row Mm -hmm. in your aisle. So you still need to be able to do that movement. That's Um, a great example. yeah. Yeah. And we want to all continue to be able to go, um, out and feel, 
um, independent when we do these things. And don't worry about um, any injuries or falls or anything like that. So so sidesteps, number four on mm-hmm. our list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, sidestepping, probably not a part of most people's exercise regimen. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, unless, unless you've already been doing it for a while. So that's a great one to add to right. the list. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What is number five? Balance. Just working on your balance. Um, you can do it seated, of course. It's not going to be the same, but if you're still able to stand, really focusing on your posture, so staying nice and tall, crown of the head straight up towards the sky, shoulders back and down, all those same cues I always say, and lifting one foot off the ground and trying to hold your balance, whether holding on to something very lightly or not. Um, holding for about 10 seconds and then switching other side. And if you can do each side multiple times, then do each side multiple times. Um, But really focusing on balance because engaging the core um, and again, getting that brain to know how to react if we do start to feel uneasy and sway a little bit is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Um, But core core is what's going to have to engage in order to keep you tall and to keep you balanced Mm -hmm. (laughs) so working balance every day yeah with balance exercises i think i don't think people look at doing balance routines as exercise right right Ah, i mean true uh, they you know no one goes to the gym and says i'm gonna work on my balance right right no exactly they don't yeah um and of course we have many many balance uh videos and workouts out there because it's um from 10 minutes to an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. um, depending on how much you want to work and, um, but focusing on, again, it all comes down to, of course, increasing strength in the body, but awareness in the brain of where we're at and how to react, um, when certain movements are done. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, balance. Yeah. And (laughs) do you think that balance becomes more of an important aspect as you get older? Yes. Um, Our reaction times slow down. That's just, uh, it's it's a known fact. It's not, you know, something that we make up. But younger people have faster reaction time. As we get older, it slows down, unfortunately. Um, Our muscles atrophy much quicker as we age. All of those wonderful things. Um, Our, again, ability to know where we're at in our space changes as we get older our vision changes um Mm -hmm. different medicines that we take the way we our bodies react to certain things all of it unfortunately they're all facts they're not um just things that we say older people happens to only older people it does Mm -hmm. um so we yeah unfortunately need to focus on our balance a lot more and younger people who are very active are working on their balance all the time when they're doing to say different sports um they're running around on a soccer field and they have to stop quickly on one foot um or in you know different types of workouts that they're doing they're um doing things with one foot or side to side movements or front to back quickly movements um so they're gaining that strength they're using those parts of the body and they're using balance throughout their workouts so they're doing it without stopping and saying, oh, I need to now do a 10-minute balance workout. Because right, right. <laughs> they've already worked at that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yes. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, balance. Now we're on to the last, last one. Number six. One. What is one six <laughs> exercise? The sixth, um, in general, is core work, but really, really focusing on the abdominals and doing that. I use as an example the chair, sit back, and tall. Um, mm-hmm. If you're able to do crunches or core work on the floor, um, then that's great also. If you can do them standing, that's great. But I like to to use the example of the seated, um, just the the one that we normally start our core work with because it's kind of like a basic crunch, mm-hmm. works the entire abdominal wall um, as well as getting into the lower back. So that's all part of the core. Um, Is this so, when you sit in a chair and kind of lean back lean, lean back. forward? That's right, yes. So you're scooched to the front, you keep the length in the spine, you lean back into the chair. Um, you don't lose that length or curve through the shoulders or lose your posture at all. So you're staying nice and tall, even leaning back, and then you sit back up, focusing on using the core muscles, the abdominals, to mm-hmm. lead you to sit back up tall. But yes, I, like I said, throughout the entire thing, everything comes down to core. Mm-hmm. Um, so putting number six as actually focusing on using the core, um, I think is is very important mm-hmm. um, overall. Because yes, you're using your core when you do everything most of the time, from just sitting in your chair, um, walking, your core is working. Um, but actually gaining strength, added strength in your core by doing specific movements for it, I think is uh, is important as well. Yeah, and, and that, as we look over the list, um, with res- regards to balance and core, which could be included as well, you're also getting cardio benefits from these exercises. Yes. Oh, definitely, right? definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're with especially with like stand to sit, mm-hmm. um, things like that. You're getting cardiovascular benefits raises, as well as getting the heart rate up yeah definitely knee raises yeah core as well um once those muscles engage and you start doing these movements your heart rate is going to go up um yeah mm-hmm. side steps definitely yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yep all great exercises so just to review we got the stand to sit mm-hmm. we got heel raises we have knee raises side steps balance and core exercises that's right all of which you can see examples of these on the on our uh, exercise videos yes uh probably more focused if you look at these the balance posture stretching Stretch. exercises we yes. have you can probably find a lot of these movements in in most of those um so check those out uh visit go to our website www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com you can hit the videos section and you'll be able to find all of our workouts there um great list that's a great list. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah, hopefully, you, <laughs> hopefully everyone will hopefully do you them. get a chance to check these out. Yeah, at home, if you're if you want to kind of work on the exercises that will promote longevity, promote things that will keep you running long into however long you want to live. That's um, right. These are going to be great <laughs> exercises for you. So check that out. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on our website and uh, get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to you every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, until the next episode, we'll see you guys later. Bye bye.
Well, hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.